is almost that time of year when we make our New Year's resolutions. But today in this episode, I'm going to share with you why New Year's resolutions don't work, especially for growers. Let's get growing. Hello and welcome to the Prages Plant Podcast, the show that talks about growing, growing a garden, a homestead, a healthy family, and most importantly, growing closer to God. I'm your host, Crystal Media, owner of the Red Ridge Farm Homestead, where our mission is to help women of faith find the courage to grow healthy food for their family while building a closer relationship with our Lord and Savior. That's you. Don't let the world hold you back. Pray. Just plant. Welcome to the Pray Just Plant Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Media, and today in Season 8, Episode 9, we are going to tackle the question, do New Year's resolutions really work or do they even work for growers? It's that time of year. New Year's is almost upon us. And you may be thinking about some new year's resolutions you could be making for your garden, for your homestead, for your healthy family, or even with our Lord. But the truth is there are studies after studies that show that new year's resolutions don't work. And there's many reasons why. And we're going to talk about that today. In fact, I looked at a study just while I was researching this podcast episode that said only 18% of people that make New Year's resolutions actually continue to work on that resolution for longer than a week. Isn't that amazing? But it's so true. So we're going to break down New Year's resolutions and why they don't work, especially for growers. The first thing that really shows that New Year's resolutions don't work is because we ourselves are not ready for change. New Year's resolutions are made out of pressure. Pressure of a new year beginning. Yes, we want next year to be better. But that isn't the reason that you should be making a resolution. That's not a good enough reason. That's not something that you're going to stick with. It's not something that's going to motivate you. You're then not ready for that change. You're ready to dream. You're ready to look at the future and make big plans, but you're not ready to act actually put those plans into action because right now you're just dreaming about them. And usually if you look at your list of New Year's resolutions, they are dreams that are not really what you yourself really want. They're things that you may feel pressured on from other people around you or pressured on you for the season or pressured on you after the holiday season. I mean, we're going through a heavy season of eating lots of food. We're going through a heavy season of cleaning out a little bit of extra things from our larder. And we're also then going into a season that is not really right into growing either. We're, we have this time of, yes, we can learn new things, but it's just we're not ready for those changes. The next part that makes New Year's resolutions not work is because they're not self-monitoring or they're not measurable goals. Now, I talk a lot about this in several podcast episodes, how you can make your big dreams come true on the homestead, how you can make a plan to make your big dreams come true, how you can really break that apart. And that's by making measurable goals. But if you look at your resolutions, it's going to be things like, oh, I want to raise goats this year. I'm thinking about grower goals. Common ones are, I want to lose weight this year. None of those are measurable and they're also not being monitored in any way. You're not in some part of a group. You're not in resolutions are usually personal things. So you're not in a situation where you can self-monitor and adjust them to what they need to be to 
actually become fulfillable. Measurable goals are important. I make them all of the time on the homestead with what I'm going to bring with you here in the podcast. In my home, you have to make goals and you have to make them measurable. So I can simply say, I want to raise goats this year. But truly what I need to be saying is I want to bring and purchase two goats this year by June. Or I want to be ready for purchasing two goats with the building of shelter and their pin by June. Those are going to be measurable and they're going to be able to be broken down into smaller parts. They're also going to be able to be monitored by someone else. So if you tell someone else that goal, they're going to be able to see exactly the things that they need to be watching to see that you do. When we're making our New Year's resolutions, we're making goals for the new year, we need to be thinking about making them measurable and monitored. And the one thing that's going to help with that monitored part is we're going to get encouragement from others. Maybe someone else has some other goals. And I talked about that in that podcast episode as well, that we need to share our goals with others. We need to make plans with others as well, because then we're held accountable. I know that is a big pusher for me. Also having a deadline is a big pusher for me. I wanted to have this many cans of carrots uh, canned today or this week. It's like a very simple goal. It's just a weekly goal that I might have. I can see, okay, this is how many I got done on this day. This is how many I got done on this day. Maybe it's a, a goal that you want to read more. Well, make that measurable. I want to read 15 minutes a day and you can make a a habit tracker and fill in that little box every time you read 15 minutes a day. Something to monitor yourself and something that you can measure. And that's what's going to really push you to get your goals to come true. So simply writing down a New Year's resolution is not going to make you push to gain that change that you want in your life. So we're going to get back into some other things that talk about why New Year's resolutions don't work or don't stick, especially for growers in just a moment. But now it's time for the tips and tricks segment of this episode where I share with you a few bonus tips and tricks I use here at Red Ridge Farmstead. This week's tip is brought to you by the Red Ridge Farms Builds ebook. This ebook was designed to help you get building on the homestead and even designing your homestead with permaculture principles. Grab your copy by going to www.redridgefarm.org backslash get building or click on the link in the description below. My tip for you is self-education. We are in the rest period of this year. Growers grow th go through seasons, just like we do on the homestead. Everything has a season. Spring is new life. Babies are being born. Summer is we're working really, really hard in our gardens, on our homesteads, finishing projects outside. Fall is when we're bringing all our larder in. We're preserving it for the winter. And winter is when we have times of rest. Winter is when we have less outside, more time inside. And it's a great time to be self-educating yourself. Yes. You may be done with school, but that doesn't mean you aren't done with learning. Try to think of some things that you could be doing this winter to self-educate yourself. Maybe get a book or a book list or join a book club. I have two books on my list that I'm reading this winter because they're things that I've looked back 
at my growing audit and I notice that I need to improve that on my homestead. Watching certain YouTube videos, learning more about how to bring you a really good, clear, crisp podcast episode are some of the things that I'm teaching myself this winter. Before you get into those February blues, before you get into the drudgery of winter, think about some things that you could be reading, watching, listening to, like listening to this podcast episode. Thank you for being here and more. To our New Year's resolutions, why do they not work? I know I have made New Year's resolutions way back when, and sad to say that I still haven't read all the books that I said I was going to read. I still haven't done all the things that were on that list. And there's reasons why. We talk about how we're not ready for change. We need to monitor or make measurable goals. And the next thing is lack of planning. When we're making a frivolous, quick resolution in the spur of the moment, because it's January 1st or January 2nd, we're not making a plan. And I talk about that a lot in that podcast episode about making things happen on our homestead, how we can accomplish great things and begin to develop our dream homestead. I also talk about it in several podcast episodes that I talk about homestead design. If we want things to happen in our life, on our homestead, in our growing journey, we need to make a plan for them. And that brings us back, sad to say, back to those measurable goals so that they can be broken down into a plan. So let me give you a quick example. Maybe my goal for 2020, I already have goats, but maybe my goal for 2020 is to start a mini dairy. I have learned how to cook from scratch. I have learned how to grow a garden. I've learned how to start butchering our own chickens. And now the next step in my journey is that I want to bring sustainability to our dairy products. That's a big goal. Right? I want to bring sustainability to my dairy products. That's a big goal. That's, that can be broken down in two to two or three different ways. You could find a sustainable source of dairy from maybe a local farmer. You could decide that you want to raise your own dairy animals. Or you could decide that you are going to preserve dairy. Some things that you want to make sure that you're always on this shelf. Like you have some dried milk or you have some canned milk, all of those types of things. And there's many different ways that you can preserve dairy. Maybe you want to start purchasing your cheese in bulk and freezing it. All of those can bring sustainability to your dairy product. What do you want to do? So you need to research things. You need to decide what you can do with the land you have, with the knowledge that you have. You need to make a plan. One really easy way is to just start simple. Start with getting yourself used to even wanting to drink raw milk or getting yourself used to having a milk source that is not the grocery store. You can start small and then work yourself up, but you're going to have a plan and New Year's resolution sadly lack that. The other thing is when we're sitting there around the table or we've gotten our pencil paper out and we're ready to make our New Year's resolutions, we are overconfident. We don't think about all the work needs to go into making that plan come 
true. Making that resolution come true. It's really easy to write something down on a piece of paper. There's so much more to it that we come to these resolutions overconfident. I think we can conquer the world. We have to do it in a systematic way so that we hold ourselves accountable, that we can make plan, we can break things down into little bitty chunks and so on and so forth. So when you are sitting down, and I'm not saying don't make New Year's resolutions. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that you do need to be thinking about when you're sitting down, are these goals, are these dreams accomplishable this year? Or you just make your list and then you separate it. Okay, these are these are dreams. These are things that I do not see accomplishable this year. These two things, I do see that I can accomplish them this year. When you are making that list, when you are thinking to the future, when you are making big plans and you've done the research and you're ready for change, be sure that you come at it with the willingness to do the work and the understanding of what is going to be needing to be done so that you can move forward and you can conquer the world. Speaking of the Lord, speaking of conquering the world, it is now time for the Growing with God segment of this episode where you and I dive into the Bible and learn more about our Lord and Savior. Now, a few weeks ago, I shared with you the beginning stories of Jesus's birth. Now, I know I understand this episode is coming out after Christmas, but if you listened to the last episode, you have learned that yes, Jesus is the reason for the season, but there is more to celebrating God. It is every day. It is not just one day. So I'm going to continue his story today with you. So I am reading Luke chapter 2, 1 through 21. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census took place while Kyrianus was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up for the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judah, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her first son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them, and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flock at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. The angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel praising God and saying glory to God in the highest of heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened with which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. So that is the reading of Luke chapter 2, 1 through 21. Now there's multiple different 
sides of this story through the Gospels. And this year, I have just decided to read to you out of Luke. But I do encourage you to go read the other stories because there's a story of Joseph being visited by an angel telling him that you need to marry Mary because she has not committed any sin against you. That is God's son in her womb. There is many other great stories there. Even this story continues to talk about the different miracles that happened when he went to the temple to be circumcised, how many people saw him and rejoiced, understood that he was the Messiah at that early of an age, and many more about Jesus. Jesus' story is important. One, because the beginning tells us that he was born God. The middle tells us how we are supposed to act as Christians. He gives us the perfect example. And then we have his death. And his death saves us from the sin we can never save ourselves from. Spend a little time this after holiday season reading a little bit more about Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Back to making these New Year's resolutions and why they don't work and why they especially don't work for growers. We've talked about how we're not ready for change, how usually these resolutions are not self-monitored or even measurable goals, how we lack planning when we're making these, and how we come at them overconfident. So I have a few more tips for you about making goals and a few more reasons why New Year's resolutions don't work. First thing is timing is off. Kind of hit on this a little bit more earlier, but truly the first beginning of the year is a time, especially for growers, that yes, we need to be setting goals and we need to be looking to the next growing season, but we also need to be looking at the past so that we can spend the summer learning new things so that we can make next year better. Making a simple goal is not going to make next year better. And when we are in the middle of January and it's cold outside and we're sitting in front of a nice warm fire, we're sitting in our nice warm home, making these goals, we're not really seeing the big picture. We're not really going outside and actually measuring where we might might want to put that garden because one, the garden ground is completely covered in snow. So that timing of making these goals is a little bit off because we are so focused on the inside of the home, our inward journey, our who we are. It's really hard to focus on outward journey, especially for growers. That's what we do, right? We focus on the rainfall that's coming. We focus on the growing of the garden. We focus on things outside the home. And January is just a time that is really hard to do that. But I also want to say here too, that if you have been doing the work, if you have already done your growing audit. And if you want to learn how to do a growing audit, be sure to check the description down below because there I will be giving you a link so that you can go and conduct your own audit. I have a checklist all there prepared for you with instructions and everything. A growing audit is so important because it gives us a chance to look back so that we can make a plan for the future. That goes into the next thing, actually not looking at the whole picture. When we don't look at the past and we don't look at the failures or the wins we had and we only make resolutions and we're not really 
looking at what actually happened in our growing journey, we can't make a true to life measurable goal that can get us growing better next year. We have to look at the whole picture. So be sure to check that out. I put it in the description and in the show notes. Now, what are the show notes? Well, the show notes are where I can go in deeper about this topic and I can share more links and more description. This podcast episode maybe even tied to a blog post that I have written so that you can learn this or go back and look at different things there so that you have a place to learn more about this topic or even learn more about growing. Back to what I was trying to say. January is a perfect time to look back at our growing audit and to figure out the things that we need to fix or to figure out the things that went well so that when we are making our garden plan in February, when we're thinking about what seedlings we're going to be starting in February and March, January is usually when we do that, right? So I'm not saying that the timing is off and you don't want to make any goals. What I'm saying is the timing is off when you're sitting there and you're not thinking about the past and you're not thinking about the future growing season and you're only thinking about the idea of this is a new year. I need to make goals. I need to do all these things. I need to conform to society. I need to conform to what everybody else is doing. That's what they're doing. Maybe that's why their their homestead is growing better than mine. When in truth, the main reason that their homestead may be growing better than yours is because they actually look at what needs to be changed what happened that needs more guidance? What can I learn this January? We need to look at the whole picture when we're making our goals. We need to look at every part of our growing journey. And I really encourage you to look back at your growing season, to look back at how many carrots you actually grew. It's really easy when to look back at, especially when you're sitting around a table with a bunch of friends or to, you just want to quickly put these New Year's resolutions down on a piece of paper. Easy to only focus on the present. Easy to also just focus on the, the dreams that we want to happen. The things that we want to happen, not necessarily the things that our garden and our homestead and our family and our health need to happen. So be thinking about that when you are making your New Year's resolutions. If you do make them, think about these different things. Think about how you can make them work because they're necessarily what they're doing is they're not really making New Year's resolutions. They're making goals, they're making plans, and they're looking at the whole picture. So I hope you do that too this season. I want to thank you for joining me here at the Pray to Slant podcast. If you are new, I want to welcome you to the Red Ridge Farm Fellowship of Fellow Growers. And as always, don't let the world hold you back. Pray, just plant.